Hello and welcome to the whole nine yards. I'm Keaton Smith alongside just Brock Krusky today. No Draven Bridgman. He unfortunately couldn't be here today. But we still have football to talk about. The big game just happened this past weekend. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles went to Glendale, Arizona to play for the Super Bowl. I'm sure as you guys all know, the Chiefs won 38-35 over Philadelphia. It was a very an intense game. Chiefs were down 10 points at halftime, 24-14. They found a way to claw and fight their way back to a three-point victory. It was a very intense Super Bowl, a very good game, which is pretty much all you can ask for when you when you have a big game like that. And it was uh, entertaining to say the least. Rihanna was a great halftime performer, and there was I I really didn't have any issues with the game. I thought it was just an entertaining game. The Despite what some may say about like the holding call at the end, either way, one to me one play doesn't decide the game. It was just more of a, it was just more of a two good teams going at it to me than anything else. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Brock. But yeah, I mean, I think that you're right. One play doesn't decide the game. I mean, they let Patrick Mahomes go 13 for 14 in that second half, right, and scored three touchdowns and then a game-winning field goal. So I, I'm not exactly sure what the premise of that entire argument is I just think that uh, the refs played a good game the last call it was questionable I, I heard somebody say and I, and I don't necessarily disagree with this uh, it's like a cop pulling you over for going 50 and a 45 yeah. like you're still speeding but like it's it's a little bit like annoying right so like the holding right, call right. it was holding but it wasn't like enough to warrant such a big mm-hmm. reaction like that yeah, no, I agree. I, I It was holding, and I mean, there's probably tons of little tic-tac fouls that you could have called throughout the game, but I mean, he, in a couple of the videos I did see, he kind of did change his, um, he wouldn't let him change his direction, I mean, when he when he tried to uh, cut back out, so, I mean, when it's that obvious, or, not obvious, but when you're one-on-one on that side by all by yourself, it's more than likely going to get called, there's a ref sitting right there. Yeah. So, either way, that, uh, I wouldn't say determine the game but definitely help give the Chiefs the edge they were able to wind down the clock from that penalty and go on to kick the game winning field goal Harrison Bucker nailed it and the Chiefs won 38 to 35 Mahomes like we said earlier 13 of 14 in the second half he was 21 of 27 overall that's was that seven of nine if we break that down into fractions that's very good passing the ball Either way, it was just a, a team effort from both games. Jalen Hurts, you got to give him his flowers. Yeah, he had a heck of a game. He's getting paid. Yeah, he's gonna have a payday. And from a from a guy, I I agree or I predicted before the season that he was going to become top ten, and he has surpassed my expectations. He's oh, yeah. become top five. Honestly, I think he's better than some of the quarterbacks. I think he's better than Herbert for sure. Yeah, you, I think he. Some people have said he's better than Allen, and. I think there's like a two A two B kind of thing there. Yeah, well, there is. That's going to be the fun thing this offseason is all this quarterback debates because Mahomes has separated himself, and then it's everyone else. Exactly. So it's going to be between Burrow, Allen, Hurts, Lamar, Herbert for those two through six spots, and there's going to be a lot of arguing about that this offseason. I don't. I don't see any way that there's not. But um, I mean. I don't know if there's any more news concerning the Super Bowl. Mahomes got a second. He he's he broke like the the Madden curse. He broke the 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 coin flip curse. He broke the MVP curse. A lot of curses he broke with yeah. with that win. 
a lot of superstition around this the this game of course but I think we can move on to just regular NFL news a lot of there's a lot of coaching changes there's a lot of mock drafts going on we're now into mock draft season of course that My is favorite yeah Brock's favorite that coming up here in a couple months uh, I believe like 70 days or something so like 10 weeks uh we let's get into coaching stuff now so uh BNME, obviously the Chiefs OC had has a uh a scheduled interview with the commanders looking to be their OC. I I would assume that's so in a year or two he would just become their head coach. Yeah, I think it's a it is a lateral move, but I mm. he he'd assume all play calling duties. Yeah. In over on Washington. Rivera. Yeah, he would. When you cuz when people sit under Andy Reid, no matter really what happens, they tend to get head coaching jobs. Matt Nagy got one at at Chicago, I mean that obviously didn't turn out great, which may be what teams are trying to avoid. But I feel like he's he has two rings now. He sat under Andy Reid for a long time. He should have a head coaching job like soon. I just don't get it. Yeah, well, the Washington Commanders they've Ron Rivera, and so uh-huh. that's that's one of Andy Reid's disciples. Right. Um. So I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that Ron Rivera isn't opposed to the idea of having another one of Andy Reid's disciples call that offense. It's oh, just a matter of. Uh, it's a matter of what Eric Bieniemy wants. Like, yeah, he wants to go to an offense in the NFC that they are committed to Sam Howell for some reason. They had, yeah, they said they were, he was going to be the starter this year. Uh, right? They or got a good year. receiving core, uh, you know that kind of stuff. But I think that obviously you can't surpass Kansas City; they're the champions. But right. it's just kind of what he wants at this point. Hey, there are some rumors about possibly Rex Ryan being uh, the Broncos DC. We know they shot, they signed uh, Sean Payton. I don't know if we talked about that yet, but uh, Sean Payton is now in the AFC West with the Denver Broncos. That's the, crazy. The Eagles lost both of their coordinators. Shane Steichen went to Colts, right? Yeah, he went to that's going to hurt Philadelphia considerably. I think it will too. We saw. I I think the Bills' offense f- fell off a little bit when Brian Dable left. I think it could be a little bit of the same sort of thing with the Eagles. Well, I think Shane Steichen also, he, he's a really good coordinator, but with with uh, Indianapolis, excuse me, with Indianapolis, I think he's going to thrive because he's going to have that fourth overall pick. Mm-hmm. And I told you earlier who I think they're going to select, but I'm going to keep that yeah. on the low. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I think that he's going to go get his quarterback. He's got a good, solid receiving core featuring Michael Pittman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's in there as well. They've yeah. got um, Quentin Nelson. So his his offense is going to be – he's going to have to piece things together a little bit better over there. In Arizona, however, Jonathan Gannon, I don't understand that hire. I, I think, like – I understand why they hired him, but I feel like they yeah. needed to find an offensive head coach for Kyler Murray, and instead mm-hmm. they hired a defensive coach. Yes. Um, I, I know He obviously had a great defensive season. He had a lot of talent on that team, though. They didn't face a lot of high-powered offenses. And some would say when he faced his first high-powered offense, they got 31 dropped on their noggin in 23 minutes in the Super Bowl on the biggest stage. But, I mean, yeah, and we talked about Kyler Murray not having the most help. <laughs> Uh, D Hop's more than likely gone. He'll have Hollywood Brown and I don't know. I don't even know who else on that. Uh, there's Robbie Anderson. I believe. Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Uh, but my thing, I think there's, there's one thing that intrigues me about mm-hmm. Arizona that didn't about Philadelphia's defense is that there's yeah. one thing that Arizona's defense has that Philadelphia doesn't is talented young linebackers. 
They've got Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins. Isaiah mm-hmm. Simmons, we have yet to see. Like, he hasn't really broke out or anything. Well, it's, he's kind of been held back. He's been held back to the inside yeah. linebacker position. They, We've seen him in college. Don't they move him around a lot? <laughs> well, they should. I don't think they do. I thought they did. They did at Clemson, where he came from, but I don't think they moved him around at all, which is why I think they need that defensive coordinator to come in and use Zayvon Collins, who's like a 6'5", 260-pound okay. middle linebacker. that has I've seen him be on the edge during his time at uh, – where did he go to school? Zayvon Collins. Zayvon Collins. Uh, I don't remember exactly where he went to college, but I'm blinking too. Um, Either way, yeah, he. I, I'm. I'm excited to see what he does with those two linebackers because those two linebackers have more potential than the linebackers that were in Philadelphia. That was one of the weak spots on the Eagles' defense for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, also, some other news concerning the Eagles. Lane Johnson is going under surgery. How old is Lane Johnson? He's pretty thirty something. Yeah, he's getting up there, and he's gonna go through torn abductor surgery. Ooh. Ten to twelve week recovery. I, he is obviously one of the best uh, linemen, one of the best players in the league this year. To be honest, on one of the best offensive lines we've seen in recent history. So that's unfortunate for the Eagles, and we'll have to see where these the rest of these these coaching hires go, but I think that's all the rest of the news. I know there's a lot of rumors and stuff about who's going where, about where Derek Carr is going to land, where Lamar Jackson's going to land. Well, just watch out for Aaron Rodgers. The staff, for staff, like for sticking on staff, mm-hmm. Carolina has put together a super team. Like Frank Reich. Staff-wise. Yeah, head coach Frank Reich. Mm-hmm. They hired uh, Deuce Staley, okay. who is really solid. Josh McCown is their quarterback coach. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then Ejiro Averro as their defensive coordinator, who who was getting offers for head coaching positions, but he took this job. And then Jim Caldwell as their senior assistant, who was the head coach for Detroit for a pretty long time. So now I would just think they need the talent in the quarterback. Oh, they've got the coaching. They're coaching. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're coaching. It should be top tier next year. They just need guys to come in there and actually execute. Yeah. Which they really haven't had in the in the past. That defense past is few good years. though. So I mean, defense like... is is young and talented. J.C. Horn, Jeremy Chin, Brian Burns, those guys. Offensively, it's really been obviously CMC, but he's gone now. It's really been D.J. Moore against the world. I mean, yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense. I think that their run game got better after McCaffrey left. Yeah, it did. Um, so yeah, I mean that's kind of up to what I'm. I'm excited to see what this offense is actually going to do next year because I know yeah. this defense is going to be hard to stop. So I think that's all the news with coaching and all that. Uh, if you want to, we can get into a little bit of draft talk. I we we were going to do a little bit of mock drafts, but since Draven isn't here, we can hold it off till next week. But you had a, a little theory about what who the Panthers actually were going to take, right? Or was that the Colts? I think it was the Colts. Okay, the Colts then. You know, like, before I dive into this, I just like yeah. I'm I'm really annoyed because I've been studying the draft for a while now, mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm not somebody that's going to post stuff on social media for clicks and that kind of stuff. Yeah. However, I'm getting really annoyed on how many draft analysts are so hot and hype about this quarterback class when in reality it's not that great of a class. This, uh-huh. this quarterback class is much closer to last year's draft class than it was, like, Trevor Lawrence's draft class. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're kind of like. They're making it sound like this is a huge class that's going to have tons of talent at the quarterback position. No. Yeah. It's... Like, Justin Fields would be the would be first overall pick in this draft class. 
Prob- over Bryce Young, you think? Over Bryce Young, over C.J. Stroud. I think next, like if you put Caleb Williams and Drake May in this draft class, they'd be one and two. Stroud, yeah. Young, Caleb three and four. Caleb over all these guys. But mm-hmm. same with Drake May too. Like maybe even throw Quinn Ewers in that conversation because we know that he can do. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's annoying that I I see so many trades, and I see so many things where I have like three quarterbacks in the first five picks. No, just no. It's not going to happen. Like I don't that. think it's going to happen either. I think it'll be two. And there's another thing that I'm seeing a lot of, and I I know that there's been people. If you if you follow my Twitter, you know how much I hate how hype. Up, Will Levis is. Will Levis is not that great. A lot of I don't feel understand that way. it. A lot of people feel that way. I, there, there was that one video of him where it's like, um, him like throwing like seeds and like practice on slant routes, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, how could you not take?" Yeah, this no, I, I somebody, like, dude, no yeah. one's, he doesn't have pads on. The receivers are running wide open. Like, of course he's gonna look good. He's an NFL prospect. Here's the thing that I've also have like seen as well. Is that like somebody posts like a a minute long highlight reel of him making five yard slant throws and hook routes and say, mm-hmm. "You guys are stupid if you don't see why this guy shouldn't go first overall." And I'm like, "What exactly am I seeing here? What throws have been ha- has he been making that that Young and Stroud haven't? Like, there's not a single throw I've watched watching. Uh, there's not a single throw I've seen Levis make that separates him from Stroud or Young." Right, and there's a, I guess you could argue, a few teams here in like the top seven or eight that actually need quarterbacks. So maybe, and that's why I think people are are hyping it up so much is because yeah. there's so many more quarterback needy teams than there usually are. Like you right. could make an argument for ten of them, mm-hmm. like ten teams total. Yeah, uh, I mean, teams like Tampa Bay is gonna need one. Yeah. Yeah, no, Tampa Bay is gonna need one. Um, this is just what I've heard, but I've heard the Bears might trade Justin Fields. No, it's, <sighs> I've heard that. They do have the number it's one overall smoke. pick. Um, either way, that's what I've heard. Uh, Texans number two, apparently they could also go after a quarterback. Which, I think that's that's the one that I think they're going to go after, honestly. You think the Texans, who are the Texans going to go after because they got the second pick? I think they're going to go take Bryce Young. Number two, if if the Bears don't take a quarterback, the Bear, there's okay. That's all smoke. I I like the report. There's a report that came out yesterday mm-hmm. that said like GMs came away from the uh, from the Senior Bowl, like convinced that they're trading Justin Fields. That report came from Jason LaConforia, who you know right. is not a reliable source whatsoever. <laughs> and so like that's just that's all smoke. It happens every single year. It's all smoke. There's no way that they like. And yeah, I th- it would just be a dumb decision to me. I just don't get it. Like. We saw Justin Fields play like an X-Factor quarterback last season. He was electric on the field. He needs to work on his passing, but that's kind of, like, we know. Like, But mm-hmm. based yeah, on what I saw from him, I, I don't understand it. Right. Like, trade that away for Bryce Young? Are you kidding? Who's going to be in a worse situation with less experience? And he doesn't have all the tools that Justin Fields has. Not even close. Yeah, I agree. It's it's so weird to me how that's like if you if there's if there's a world where you believe that Bryce Young would go in and be more successful or if you plug Bryce Young in this last year the Bears offense he would have had a better season than Justin Fields then you do not know football. Yeah, uh, there. I mean, so at number three would be the Cardinals. Obviously, they have Kyler Murray, but he is um, he won't be playing like for the first half of the season is what I'm hearing from that injury. He's from the ACL. He's recovering. Oh, from. that's right. I totally forgot about that. Uh, Colts number four, and this is is that's who you had taking a quarterback. 
who you say would be a little bit of, of uh, a surprise. At yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that some people are going to disagree with it, but it's, I think it's a scheme fit more than anything. Uh-huh. And that would be AR-15, right? AR-15. And yeah. that's just because of Shane Steichen. Yep. Shane I know that Steichen. Shane Steichen built his offense last year in Philadelphia around the run, and he's not going to take anybody but a mobile quarterback. And that's exactly what that guy is. 6'5", 240, has a complete cannon of an arm. He hasn't touched that potential yet, but he's going to run a 4-5 at the very least. He's so yeah. fast. You're probably right. Yeah, Anthony Richardson probably will be at least 4-5 speed. He's a very mobile guy. Uh, six would be the Lions. Um, that could go a number of ways. I would assume them to go best corner off the board. Yeah, I think they're. I had. I think I had them selecting uh, Devon Witherspoon. No, no, no. Wait, yeah. that's not right. I had them taking a defensive end. Okay, I mean, they do have a good, uh, solid young pass rush. Pass rush. Wow. Um, their secondary was obviously not very good, so they could. They, I'm assuming they'll go defense no matter what. Yeah, that's true. Uh, seven is the Raiders. The, you know, I, I've seen a lot about them taking or just signing a quarterback in the offseason. Yeah. I've seen a lot of Jimmy Garoppolo rumors. Like Jameis Winston rumors. Too. Yeah, and I, I I think they might take a lineman there. They they really – to me, I, I just don't get it with the Raiders because either you're trying to – Devonta Adams is getting up there. Darren Waller is going through a lot of injuries. If you're trying to win like relatively soon, you got to get a quarterback that you think can win you like big games. And whether that's through through the draft or through a free agent signing, I don't know. But it's got to be like this this off season to me. Yeah. So Raiders are gonna have uh, a little bit of pressure come draft season for me anyway. Um, number eight is the Falcons. They could go literally anywhere. I would assume edge rusher. Yeah, I think that's where I, I think that's the best place they can go. That's their biggest need as of right now because yeah. they had one of the worst pressure rates in the league. I last heard that year. it was like one of the worst pass rushes in recent memory. And it was the same way the year before. They didn't address it because they drafted Drake London, but that's yeah. not a bad move. It's just just yeah yeah. So I would assume them just to go best edge rusher off the board. Number nine is the Panthers. Like we said, they could go. Uh, they could. That to me is one of the teams that I would be watching for to trade up if they don't think one of their guys is going to be there. Yeah. Oh, uh, who we got next? Tennessee Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> wow. Uh, after a Super Bowl appearance, they have the number ten overall pick. That, I mean, Bradbury could walk, so they could go like corner. They could go just go running back. I think I think this is where Bijan goes off the board. Bijan goes ten. Yeah. yeah. Number eleven is the Titans. Uh, to me, you got to get a weapon. Uh, yeah, I've heard two different stories, and I've gone two different directions. I think this is where the first receiver comes off the board. I would agree. I don't think it's anybody that anybody's expecting. It's like, I think Zay Flowers is the pick at 11. Really? That would be an interesting pick. Zay Flowers is my wide receiver one right now. Really? I I I haven't watched film. I, I've... Because... He is elusive. He is I've, crazy. I've, I've heard he's elusive. I just, I guess I haven't seen a lot of like separation stuff. No, there's there's definitely some of that there, um, but I think like he's the safest picks. He's the safest as a wide pick. receiver. He's a weapon. I, here's the okay. thing: there's a lot of people that will like look at his film and tweet out a pro comparison for him, but they're so scared of saying who it is that they don't say it at all. And I know exactly who they're is thinking. It, is it Tyreek Hill? No, A. B. Oh. They think Antonio Brown when they watch Zay Flowers, and I don't necessarily disagree with them. I see it. A. a- B. Was. Super good. He was like he was uncoverable one on one in his prime. Let's just be honest. 
he was great at getting separation, great at contested catches. So, I mean, that's obviously a good pro comp to have, but you, you got to prove it. And uh, hopefully Zay Jones. I, As a Chiefs fan now, I, I really don't know where I want us to go, but I've seen people saying we uh, they want to get Zay Flowers on the Chiefs, which I think he's a first receiver off the board. I, I think it's a toss-up this year because of what certain teams want at the receiver position. If mm-hmm. you want to go up and get a guy, go get Quentin Johnston. Yeah, well, I've, I've heard people saying, like, Jordan Addison, JSN, Quentin Johnston are all going to go over him. So, Yeah, I'm not going to say – I'm not going to agree with the JSN one. I think he's he's a really big toss-up for me. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I don't know who's at number 12 here. 12 is going to be Houston again, right? Yeah, that's probably what it is. 12 is Houston again, and at that point, I would just go best player available. Uh, yeah, I mean, a wep- an offensive weapon. Yeah. Michael Mayer is maybe this is where we go here. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, it could be It could be anywhere. Uh, that was 12 was Houston. 13 was the Jets. Got to take a tackle. Tackle. And if you don't get a hold of Aaron Rodgers or some sort of quarterback. You might have to trade up. You might have to trade up and get a quarterback here. Because Zach Wilson is not it. It's not. He's not it. You're right. Fourteen is uh, the Patriots. I would get a weapon. You know, it's never. I. You know, that's that's. It's an interesting one because we 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 are aware of how bad Belichick is at selecting offensive skill players. Yeah, I think they go defense here. Honestly, I. I mean, they had a solid defense though. I think they go like corner. Yeah, I. I feel. I just feel like Mac Jones would just continue to be absolutely the middle of the pack if they don't get him some sort of receivers because Nelson Aguilar... Middle of the pack Mac? Yeah. That's what they call him, middle of the pack Mac. He Well, this is a this is a relatively deep receiving group, but remember, they drafted, like, a second-round guy last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Who was it? I don't remember who it was. It was, like, some guy out of Oregon, and he hasn't done anything. Like, he ran, like, a 4-2. He was one of the guys that ran a 4-2. Out of Oregon for the Patriots? Yeah, hold on. Let me look. Let me I look don't that up. That. 2022 NFL Draft. Uh, it, Packers are 15. Packers, I. It's got to be a receiver, if anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I think, because of the speed they have now, I. I wouldn't be surprised. If this is where Johnston goes. Yeah, I. I agree. It was he, Tyquan Thornton out of Baylor? Second round. Uh, Tyquan Thornton. 50th overall pick. Why am I blanking on this dude? I know the name. He ran a uh, four two eight, and then let me see. Oh yeah, twenty two catches, two forty seven, yeah, and three touchdowns. Oh yeah, okay. He hasn't done a lot. <laughs> Skill players, bud. That's, they just don't know how to s- select them. Yeah, I guess. Either way, uh, Packers are at fifteen. We said weapon. I would, I would agree. <laughs> uh, 16 is the Commanders. I feel like they draft a wide receiver in the first round every year. So well, maybe they I think they're – well, I mean, you got McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Jahan Dotson. I think you're weaponed out at this point. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I, this is, this, I think this is going to be a corner. Yeah, it's This is a really be. deep corner class. It's got to be. Steelers at 17. Offensive line, please. I have a receiver. I feel like they have too many receivers. Well, I don't think they're going to keep Deontay Johnson. They probably won't. They but don't I, have Chase Claypool, which means you got George Pickens. That running game is absolutely atrocious. I, I think you got to acknowledge that. It got better towards the end of the season, though. Yeah, but, I mean, it's got to be consistent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 18 is the Lions again. That's their future. Wow, they're looking good on these draft picks. 
that that I would assume would be defense. Yeah, I again. think that's where I would go to. Like a linebacker is probably the best choice. Nineteen here. is the Bucks. Another team that could trade up because man, do they need a quarterback more than ever now that Tom Brady's gone? Yeah. Twenty is the Seahawks. I would. Ooh, that could that could be a number of things. Well, the fifth pick. I don't know if we. I think we skipped them. For the fifth pick. Yeah. yeah. I don't pay. I think they're gonna take. They gotta take a corner at least one of well, those. Well, to me, if a team was trying to trade up, I think they would trade. Try and trade with Seattle because Seattle doesn't need to be that high. Yeah, like I think I agree with you. Like that's a team that I think would trade down mm-hmm. if anything. Because I mean, there's not much value there at five that is completely imminent to their needs. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. twenty, I think there's a number of directions they could go. I agree. Twenty-one would be the Chargers, and that's. Slot receiver. They have to take yeah. a slot receiver. Because uh, Keenan Allen, I would assume, there there's talks about him being cut. He more than likely could be cut. Michael Williams is a big go-up-and-get-it guy who will be there for probably a couple more seasons if they could get some speed on that, yeah, on that just, edge. They need a field stretcher. Yeah. For Justin Herbert, that wouldn't be bad. Ravens, d- this is going to be all dependent on what Lamar Jackson does. I think it's a tackle. I think their offensive line was a bunch of scrubs last year. I think this has got to be a tackle. I know there's a receiver. Uh huh. Yeah, it's just I think that they're always stubborn about it. They're going. I think they they're are. going to take a tackle. They they always seem to go like linebacker or offensive line whenever it seems like they need a receiver. It's what they did the last couple of years. Yeah. The 23 would be the Vikings. I would assume nothing but defense. Corner is probably yes. the number one thing they're going to pick. Jaguars, they they could go a few, a few different ways too. That secondary was not good. I would assume they go to secondary. Yeah, I said corner for them as well. It's probably their top priority. Twenty five is Giants. That's got to be receiver. Yeah. Twenty six is Cowboys. You could go receiver, mm-hmm. safety, or but I have them taking a linebacker. Mm-hmm. I yeah that that you could be right about that because they're like there's like three of their linebackers that are pending free agents. Twenty seven Bills. That's this is where your favorite guy in the draft class is going. I feel like my favorite guy, Jason. No, you're that's your favorite guy. He's not obviously. I know he's not the top prospect, but he's my number one like Chiefs prospect. Well, I'm being realistic. I think uh, Brian Branch. Oh yeah, I love Brian Branch. I think Brian Branch is going. Bills. Oh, because uh, who's leaving? Jordan Poyer or Micah Hyde? I forget which one. Oh. I think it's. I always forget Poyer. <laughs> yeah, I think Poyer's gone. I love Brian Branch. I think he's a playmaker. He and I. I might be in shambles if he goes to the Bills. Uh, Bengals at 28. Depends on what all these contracts. I think it's tight end. It could be a tight end. Is Hayden Hurst gone? I'm assuming so. Oh, yeah, he's a free agent. So, I think, was 29. The Niners don't have a pick until 99. Is that no, 29 is the Saints. Oh, tw- oh okay. 29, oh, yeah. 29 Saints. 30 would be Eagles? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, who would the Saints take? I. It's interesting because that's like, like no man's land. I think defensive line is probably their best option, just because of who is going to free agency, age. Mm-hmm. Like their defense is obviously pretty built already, but I think you could take a pass rushing defensive tackle at twenty nine. Yeah, that. Uh... It's that's a, a just a weird like roster to me in New Orleans. It is it is a weird roster. Next would be uh, the Eagles at thirty. They if they go Bijan early, I would assume them to go secondary. 
after that. Either that or tackle. We know that their, yeah, their offensive line is pretty banged up. And then 31 would be KC, which um, I don't think he's going to be there, obviously, but Brian Branch, I'd, I'd really like him. Uh, to me now, the Chiefs can go – they can either go tackle, safety, corner, or edge. And that's so many options. But I feel like they could legitly go either one of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't think corner is going to be something they address unless it's in the later rounds. Once again, we know that they can right. save that until later. They do. It's a very deep corner class too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think edge is probably your best bet because I don't know. I think they're just going to need to build upon the youth on that defensive line. I would not be surprised if it's a defensive tackle. Yeah, they could also go D-tackle. But I think edge is the right move. Yeah, edge I don't think would be a bad move. I just feel like... I, we had a very good uh, – we were very good at getting pressure this year, the Chiefs were. They were second in the league at getting pressure in sacks. So I feel like if they could just retain all those guys for one season and if they really like a receiver, they could go after him and just, you know, go after Edge next next draft. But it's it's going to be interesting to see what yeah. Veach and Code do. And then the Dolphins, who we haven't mentioned yet, don't have a pick until 52 because of that tampering stuff they did with – was it Brady? And Sean Payton, is that why they don't have a first-round pick? Uh, no, they were found guilty of tanking. Oh, yeah. They were paying uh, what's-his-face to lose games for him, Brian yeah. Flores. That's what it was. They have a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on in Miami. Either way, that's just kind of what we uh, think everything's going to happen. Like, in the draft, we'll go through an actual mock draft that Brock does in uh, a week or two, and I think all three of us are going to predict how the, the first ten picks are going to go. Uh, probably next week. And I don't know if there's any more news or anything really to go over. I mean, we can talk about trade rumors. That's Oh, yeah. We can do that. So, big one being, Derek Carr's not even going to get traded. He got released. He got cut already. Yeah, so. he got cut. It kind of depends on who's... like it, Everyone gets a head start. So, all those quarterback-hungry teams, I'm talking New Orleans, Tampa Bay, maybe Washington... <laughs> Excuse me. They're always they're all getting a head start here. So, <laughs> Bijan Robinson. I'm I'm just reading a headline here. Bijan Robinson to the Ravens amid Lamar Jackson trade. There's no way he gets out of the top 15. Yeah, I don't see that happening. You wa- if you've ever watched his like film, du- dude's a. I think I said uh, I had a pro comp for him that was actually Bijan. Yeah, I said, like Arian Foster or something. Let me check because I have like an Excel spreadsheet with every single draft prospect on it. Mm-hmm. I and don't I... see anything about. To me, Lamar Jackson, people are saying Falcons now, and I feel like that would just be irresponsible of the Falcons because you're trying to rebuild up that defense as much as you can because it's absolutely horrendous. Who? Who? Wait, Bijan to the Falcons? Lamar to the Falcons. Oh yeah, I mean that would work out better than what I think it Pro- would. It, it, they may be fine offensively, but that defense is going to be so. Well, they have terrible. money, right? I don't know, do they? I have actually no idea how much money they have free agent-wise uh, or cap space-wise. For pro comps, I said B. John Robinson was Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Patience, but I think he's a little bit stronger than what Le'Veon was. Got a similar impact in the receiving talent as well. The Falcons do have a lot of cap space. They have 100 and – what is this? They have, No, they have $56 million in cap space. It's pretty solid. That's a lot. That's second in the league. So they could go. They gotta find, uh, get some defensive guys. They could go after guys like Devin Bush. I know he's a free agent. If they want to sign, or I mean, they could 
pay big money to guys like Micah Hyde or just go a lot of defense in the draft. They, just need, they need to go address edge as soon as possible. Yeah, they I do. Think, try to remember who big edge names are. There's a, a New Orleans guy. Um, Who's a free agent? Yeah, not Jordan, but it was uh, a guy they drafted in the first round a while ago. A Marcus Davenport. Yeah, Marcus Davenport. Yeah, Yannick Ngagwe is also a free agent. He's going to find his sixth team. Jadavian Clowney, Brandon Graham, Melvin Ingram, Robert Quinn. Uh, there's a lot of guys. So I would assume for them to go after at least one of those guys because I, they, I think, they really need it. I think they're going to probably spend big money on a younger guy. So mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if it was uh, Marcus Davenport. Yeah, I would I would agree because they, they need someone with you know kind of a – a high ceiling. Yeah, he's the number one rated free agent edge. I know those guys like Arden Key too. Just you know, Key had a good year. He did have a solid year, so that could be someone to watch out for. There's a lot of stuff. There's there's just a lot of room for the Falcons to move, and they they just gotta make a move in this draft and in this free agency, which is like coming up here in like a few weeks. I believe free agency is going to open. If, if Lamar is traded, what are the Ravens going to do at quarterback? Because there is no way they're touching. Right. They sit at 22. Well, yeah, but if they trade it, then they're definitely getting that eighth pick. Oh, if they traded to the Falcons? Oh, yeah, yeah, but would you select oh, yeah. C.J. Stroud or somebody like that at eight? Well, if you did, you'd have to completely change up your whole scheme. That's my thing. Is like I don't think there's – like that's, that's, that's part of my issue with this draft class is like – People think they're just gonna get rid of quarterbacks and yeah, you don't just like quarterback trade quarterbacks teams. left and right. That doesn't like really happen. Yeah, like like C.J. Stroud, he's a good quarterback, but like he's just a little bit of a better Derek Carr in my opinion. Like that's the way he throws the football. That's the way he uses his uh, strengths. He utilizes his arm. That's the way I I see him. Okay. So like I, I just don't see that's like Bryce Young. That's an exception. I think Bryce Young is a good quarterback. I think Anthony Richardson could mold and evolve around a quarterback, but C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, that's not somebody I would completely blow up your offense in favor for. Right. So, C.J. Stroud, do you think he gets past, like, pick eight? I had him going – I think my last mock, I had him getting to the Panthers at nine. Okay. I, I just feel like just because of the hype, people are going to draft Stroud early. And maybe he does fall, but I still think he's going to go after over Anthony Richardson. That's just me. I just think like Anthony Richardson is a perfect scheme fit for Shane Steichen. And he, he probably is, but, you know, coaches, some, like last year with, because Aiden Hutchinson was the number number one overall pick for like two, two months. And yeah. then they just got bored and were like, okay, Trayvon Walker, come on. <laughs> Which it was... I mean, he had a decent season, but I definitely would have went uh, Hutchinson. That's just me. Though stuff happens in the draft. Think weird things happen, like draft fatigue, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But either way, Lamar Jackson p- potential Falcon. We don't know. Have to wait and see. Who was the other? Are there any other trade rumors? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Once he's to out the of Jets. his darkness retreat. Yeah. Once he gets out of the the dark room, he's been locked in for. Yeah, like we'll a week. see if he. Channels his inner Brett Favre and goes to the New York Jets. And starts stealing money from charity. (laughs) So uh, Jets have to pick 13. Would you, if you were the Packers, would you trade Rodgers for that 13th pick straight up? That's what they're going to want. Yeah, I I would. I mean, you got to pay Rodgers $50 million. And is it worth it for the Jets to... 
probably have two more years of like solid years of Rodgers if he, you know, like commits. You have well, two I mean, more... the, remember who their OC is? Yeah. Um, it's uh, who who just his I can't remember his name either. Oh, the dude that is hired. Yeah. Oh, uh, OC is just fired from the Broncos. Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah, it was Hackett. Hackett's their OC, who he had two MVP seasons right. under. And that could be worth it if you're Jets, because you guys have had one heck of a defense this year. You got a young, really solid receiving group. Yeah. Garrett Wilson, Elijah yeah. Moore. Young, young, talented weapons. If you could just, Bruce if you Hall? if you trade that for Rodgers and go after uh, some linemen in the in the later in the later rounds, you you could have a squad. That could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think that that would be a smart move. I would uh, now that you're saying it like that, like now I'm thinking about it, thinking mm-hmm. about where they piece things together. It I would take that sense. trade. Yeah, thirteenth yeah. pick for Aaron Rodgers. I feel like that could work for both teams. Yeah, they the Packers may want a little more, but I feel like you'd you'd be a little greedy at that point because not a lot of teams are looking to to take Rodgers. Yeah, you know, in my opinion, just because of his age and stuff, and fifty million in cap space, that's a lot. Speaking of which, how much do the Jets have a cap space? They are, let's see, 18th. They're uh, under the cap or over the cap by about two and a half million. So they have to clear up some space. Which uh, I think taking do. on that big contract with Rodgers. But if they can make it work, they can make it work. So. And what other rumors are there? There's Rodgers, there's Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr. Where is he even going to sign? That's not a trade, but. Yeah, I mean. it's The Saints are favorited right now, which I I feel like is just such a Saints move to sign. Yeah, that's, I agree with that. I think that that's a Saints thing to do, go and get Derek Carr, which it makes mm-hmm. sense. Dennis Allen was the, was the, was he the head coach when they drafted him? I don't know. That's a good question. It seems like that seems right, because I think that's why they had the whole interest in him in the first place. That seems right. So, are there? I'm looking at. I want to look at the free agent like wide receivers. Uh, before it's we, terrible. It's bad. That's why I wanted to look at it. This is why I think somebody like Keenan the Allen. T- the top one's like Juju. <laughs> yeah, Keenan Allen, I think is somebody that could be traded. Like last season, we saw it. Adams, uh, Hill. Yeah, it's like uh, Marvin Jones is one, Sterling Shepard, Nelson Aguilar, Juju, Jamison Crowder, Jeez. Zach Pascal, Brashad Perryman, McCole Hardman. It's not good. It's not a good class. But, oh, actually, DeAndre Hopkins is more than likely going to get traded from the Cardinals, which I think uh, it's got to happen. you gotta get you got to get picks while you can. He's getting old. There's no reason to not trade him. You could probably get a second round pick. Yeah, that's what I'd ask for if I was. I would yeah. be a late second round pick, but that'd be fair. Who do you think would pull a trigger on that? Who? Um, New York. If Giants. If the Ravens keep Lamar, they could go after him. That doesn't really fit their scheme, though. I feel like I know, but I just feel like the Ravens are so thirsty for receivers, and possibly like. Well, those are both Keenan Allen and DeAndre Hopkins. Did you say are... New York? New York Giants, yes. Yeah, that could be that could be one. And if mm, Packers potentially, depending on what they do with Aaron Rodgers, you know, I don't I don't know about that one because I feel like I'm just firing off bullets here. Yeah, maybe Dallas. Dallas, that I yeah, 
that that seems like a Jerry Jones thing to do. That does seem like a Jerry Jones thing to do. He's like, oh yeah, I'd, I'd give up a second round pick, which I would, but does uh, I mean that's a lot of that's a lot of aging offensive pieces on one because your offensive line is getting old. Dak is getting up there. That'd be DeAndre Hopkins at thirty. So you'd have to make a move, and it'd have to be within these next couple years if you're Dallas. If you do go after DeAndre. And I don't. Th- that's really to me. I mean, maybe the Chargers because they said they needed maybe a receiver. A sleeper would be Atlanta. Maybe. It's just, there's just so many different ways to go because he's gonna get traded. I don't think there's any way he doesn't. And yeah. In this, in this free agent class for wide receivers is just so bad. Yeah, I think you, I think that there, if there's any movement that goes on within receivers that is that is any any way big. It's going to be because of trades. I think there's going to yeah. be a lot of demand for trades, and because of that, I think asking price is going to be higher. And while we were on the topic of quarterbacks, I do want to look at free agent quarterbacks. I know there's not many, but yeah, uh, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, Jimmy G, Ugh. Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones. Ha- That's that, interesting. That contract is like the one I'm waiting most to see in the, in the whole league because he's going to ask for thirty. He's yeah, he will. Because he won a playoff game. <laughs> I mean, he had, he's he's improved every year. You can't you can't say that he hasn't. He has. I think it's just a product of uh, Brian Dable. Dable. Yeah, Dable. Yeah, like, it, we saw Brian it Dable. It, it is. He, when, yeah, he made it so easy for for Danny. Without without Brian Dable, Josh Allen was the highest turnover player yeah. in the league, and Daniel Jones' turnovers went way down. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's an effect. So uh, that's just great coaching by Dable. If 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 you you do give Danny a big contract. I just don't think that's smart. I don't think it's smart either, but I feel like then they would go all in and just go like best wide receiver off the board in in this draft. Well, I mean, there's only so much you can do like yeah. at the pick they have. Because they're at – their first pick is uh, – where are they at? 25, which I'm so used to them being like top three every year. Yeah. But uh, they're 25, so maybe there's not a lot of receivers. But they had a solid defense already, and it seems like that's easily their team's biggest need is receiver anyway. No, no matter what Danny does, and if he and if he doesn't sign, who's going to be their quarterback? I feel like they almost have to sign him. Well, I think at some point something's going to have to give because I don't think anybody else is going to sign Daniel Jones to a contract that big. Yeah, I agree. So like either what's going to happen is they're going to sign him to a lucrative contract and suffer because of it. Or they're going to lowball him. He's going to leave, try to find somewhere else to go, get lowballed like crazy somewhere else, and then have to come back to New York and just accept a smaller deal. It's yeah, going to be that's... like Raj, not Rajon Rondo. Who was it? Dennis Schrader for the Lakers. That kind of situation. Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Schroeder. <laughs> or I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder. Where you you like bet on yourself to go get this big contract, yeah, you get which is what like, Dennis Schroeder did. They offered him like a hundred mil or like hundred and twenty mil contract. Then he he like, didn't take it. He like went somewhere else where he thought he was gonna get some big contract, play for a year, or they they tagged and traded him. I think is what happened. And then he signs back for like a, a eight million or something. Like yeah, that. it was eight million, like two years. So a uh, big back fumble. <laughs> Either way, I. That's pretty much the big free agents on the offensive side. We can maybe we can save to the defensive guys for next time. Yeah. And since there's only two of us, I think that's probably about it. We'll have uh more we'll do our top ten or we'll each do our top ten picks next time with Draven. Uh, if there's any 
trade rumors or free agent rumors uh, about anything. Next time we'll definitely go over that. And next time we'll have to, since he wasn't here, we'll have to talk trash to Draven about us winning the Super Bowl because we didn't get to do that. He's cheering for us. Let's... He, well, he was cheering for us, and he did pick us to win a couple years ago. So next year we want a Seahawks Chiefs Super Bowl. That would be catastrophic. <laughs> yeah, that'd be those colors would be so ugly. Okay, I think that's about it. We are going to check out here about a forty-five minute show with two people, not too bad. And I think that's going to do it for the whole nine yards. The this being the first week of the off season, so thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week, same time, same place, Thursday, one o'clock, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. <laughs>